Good afternoon, everyone. Edward Leos here, publisher of the Hotel Guide. Excited about today's Travel Talk podcast because we're going to be talking a little bit about some wine, some women, and what's going on uh, in basically wine country women is what we're going to talk about. So I have a I have a founder of Wine Country Women on my show today. I'm really excited about that. Our paths have crossed. Uh, I guess virtually. And so this is the first time we get to chat in person. So we're really excited about this. But Michelle, I'm happy to have you on the show today. Well, Edward, it is my pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Now, I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about yourself, a little bit more about Wine Country Women, and then just, you know, some of the travel things that you like to do as well. So why don't we just get started with, tell us a little bit about who you are and maybe how we all got into where, where you are now with Wine Country Women. Sure. So who am I? Good question. Loaded question. (laughs) I am, uh, I consider myself a Kentuckian, but I uh, obviously transplanted myself in California, right in the middle of wine country. Um, And California is gaining ground. I spent collectively almost 20 years in Louisville, Kentucky. That's why I consider myself a Kentuckian. And I've almost been in the Napa Valley for about 20 years. So so like I said, I'm gaining ground here in California. Um, I'm a woman who started her career in television news, then went on to work for the Kentucky Derby Museum and then two Fortune 500 companies. Um, And then I landed my dream job as the executive director of the American Institute of Wine and Food, which is what relocated me here to the Napa Valley. So up to that point, I was someone like probably a lot of your um, viewers or listeners here. I was a wine enthusiast. Um, I enjoyed wine. I enjoyed wine dinners. Um, But um, I really didn't know a ton about how wine was produced. I'd been to the Napa Valley and to wine country before, but um, it wasn't until I moved here that I really got a deep dive into winemaking and um, uh, uh, a great education on the community that's here in wine country. So... I am someone now who just uh, lives and breathes wine country and um, is excited to place a spotlight on the incredible women that are here in, in the area. Yeah, I was looking at obviously the website and, and for those of you who are listening to the podcast, uh, Michelle had an article, a guest article in our latest edition. So you can see that on our website as well. Uh, so we're excited about that collaboration, but you're talking about wine and these powerful women in, in, in Napa Valley and beyond, uh, what has been like one of the coolest things that you've found out about doing that and, and what it means to some of the powerful ladies that you're talking to? Ooh, uh, well, I will first, let's see, what, like a discovery. You're asking for a discovery. <laughs> I think the discovery um, that most people have and me initially as well, was um, that women are prevalent in in the wine industry, but um, we don't hear much about them. And so discovering that there are women in viticultural roles, that there's women winemakers, that there's women who own wineries was a revelation. Um, So um, because, 
because, you know, I've, I've lived here in the Napa Valley for almost 20 years, mm-hmm. you know, I identified, um, you know, I've identified a, a fabulous array of women in various parts of the industry. And back in 2012, I had an idea for a lifestyle television show that, mm-hmm. that basically morphed into wine country women. And that's where we are today. So the biggest discovery um, to your question is, the um, the roles that women have been playing in the wine industry, and more and more women are coming to the industry now. And we hope it, that we will drive more women uh, to the industry through education. That's actually the question I was going to ask. You're answering the questions before they come out. That's how good you are. Uh, uh, ESP. <laughs> but it really is. I was wanting to know like where where things are going with women in, in the wine business and, and what it means like, and maybe the impact that your brand is taking in uh, there in Napa and beyond. Uh, but that's really cool to see. I have two daughters. And so I'm always a big proponent of like, whatever that ceiling was, like it doesn't exist. Like there's time to break it, do whatever you need to do. Um, so it's really cool to hear that there's been growth uh, mm-hmm. in that area. And, and, and stuff like that. So what's been the most fun aspect of your uh, endeavor, if you will? Mm, most fun. Well, I love networking with people. So um, so that has just been a bonus to continue to network with a, an array of women and, and individuals in the wine industry. Uh, but probably more recently, we've launched uh, seasonal excursions in wine country, and they have been super fun. Um, it allows um, uh, folks to join me and experience some of my favorite things from wine tasting to dining <laughs> to a fun local activity and then meet some industry leaders as well. Wow. So that has been really fun, um, especially when one winemaker convinced me to go trapezing and take some Ooh. guests. Wow. Trapezing in Sonoma County. Oh, wow. So was this before the wine or after the wine? I'm just uh, you know, it's before the wine. You need the wine afterwards to, oh, yeah. know, to bring you down. <laughs> I can imagine. Tell me a little bit about some of those excursions, because that's actually really cool and obviously aligns with our magazine. But uh, tell me some of that, some of the stuff that y'all have done and maybe some of the things you got planned for even next year, if you haven't planned yet. Sure. Um, well, we've, we're just working on finalizing the dates and we haven't okay. set up our 2024 um, excursions yet, but we will be announcing the dates in January for 2024. Um, but this year was our, our first full year of our seasonal excursions. So every season we offer one excursion in Napa Valley and another one in Sonoma County. And it okay. does consist of those three components, a favorite wine tasting, um, you know, a unique dining experience and then a local activity. So like I mentioned, I was turned on to to the trapezing <laughs> by a winemaker. So she joined us on that excursion. Um, so all of our guests got a chance to, to meet her um, and also, um, you know, venture out on the trapeze. Uh, we've done skeet shooting. We've done uh, gondola ride at sunset on the Napa River. Um, those are some of the activities that quickly come to mind. Um, 
And then dining runs the gamut too to wineries that are offering um, intimate dining experiences just for us. Or, you know, a favorite restaurant, one which just got its first Michelin star. So that was pretty exciting. That's awesome. Um, and you get to meet the chefs and the restaurant tours. And sometimes some of the women from my from my business or my community have joined us for some of those dinners. And then, you know, I always like to share one of my favorite tastings. So, you know, it's a great way to experience wine country um a little bit differently right and we're the only author hosted excursions that are being offered in northern california so oh wow how long how long are the normal excursions oh seven about they average about seven hours okay so nice it's a is good there, day is there we, got a, we have a super cool convertible mercedes sprinter and then, you know, you, you get to depart with a, a few of my favorite wines and um, mm -hmm. maybe even a book. Wow. That sounds amazing. Can't, I can't wait for your, uh, your 2024 unveilings to come out and we'll definitely promote it uh, to our uh, members and readers uh, for sure. Well, so I once, once I get that information, yeah, definitely. It sounds like so much fun uh, is, how how many people are normally in the excursion? Uh, we have, have a capacity of eight. Okay. So, so it's a more eight. intimate approach. Say that again. It's a more intimate group. Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's all about providing a premium experience um, and a chance for people to, to not only run around with me, but meet some industry leaders yeah. in the area. People that they might not normally get to meet. Correct. No, definitely. Enjoy some wine, some good food. And, Maybe even, you know, a unique activity. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. So uh, we've got about five minutes left in our podcast, which is cool. Um, but talk a, talk a little bit about travel. I know you probably traveled a little bit in your life, but what are some of your favorite destinations that oh. you've been to? You know, I am a, I'm probably like a lot of people. I love Italy. Italy is like my favorite spot. Uh, the last time I visited, I actually had the luxury of being there for a few months. Oh, and wow. so, um, you know, I love everything from Venice all the way down to Capri and Positano and everywhere mm -hmm. in between. I think um, as far as bucket list items, yep. I'd love to go down to, um, oh my gosh, Sicily. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to go to Sicily. <laughs> I'd also love to go to Greece. I have yet to go to Greece. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> you haven't been either? I have not. Actually, oh. uh, Greece is on my list. And so is Italy. It, we were talking earlier prior to we got on the on the call here, but my roots go back to Spain and Italy. So both of those are on my bucket list to, uh, to kind of go venture to. So definitely. Well, Everybody loves Vietnam too. So I'm kind of intrigued by Vietnam. Oh, wow. So um, my parents went to um, Spain, talking about Spain. I think that's where uh, Gaudi is and his artwork and stuff. And they raved about that. So I've yet to go to Spain either. And I, I wouldn't mind checking that out. Oh, yeah. Those are all some great 
great locations, great destinations. And I'm really, really excited about the the opportunities for you to potentially be there. But, you know, we've got a few minutes left. So we're talking a little bit, maybe future casting. Any big plans or thoughts you have for your, not only just your business, but you personally going into 2024? Oh, wow. I hope it's... <laughs> I know it's going to be busy. I'll be launching two books in 2024. Um, we uh, will be kicking off the year with our International Women's Day event with Vitaly Tatanjay at the end of February. Um, you know, I just want to um, continue to uh, make my contribution and, mm -hmm. and uh in showcasing more women in wine country and enticing others to come and join us here. So um, I think just staying afloat would probably be my, <laughs> would be one of my new year's resolutions, staying alive and staying afloat, right. Sure, and enjoying definitely. and continuing to enjoy great wine. with friends. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you're definitely in a, well, I think both of us, I think we just love what we do. So I don't mm -hmm. I don't believe we call any of the stuff we're doing here as work. Uh, being in the hospitality industry and then obviously the wine as a as a niche of that. I mean, gosh, that's just probably a lot of people's dream jobs to do what we do. So we're, we're both very fortunate to do what we do. And I'm we excited are. about that. So, and, you know, I just hope through, uh, you know, everything that I do that I'm bringing a little bit of wine country to everybody's life. So I love it. I love it. So we got about a minute or so left. How can people find you to make it easy to connect with you, whether it's your website, whether it's social media? What's the best way to connect with Michelle? Best way to connect? Well, I would say first join our email list um, okay. on our website. So our website is winecountrywomen.com. I'm on social media, Wine Country Women's on social media. Um, the platforms that are most active are our Facebook page and our Instagram site. Um, so whether you want to connect with me or Wine Country Women or both, um, you know, we'd welcome you to, to follow along with us. Um, and then if you go to our website and check out our shop page, you'll see everything we have to offer. So uh, we would love for more and more people to discover us and, and uh, support us. Perfect. Well, hopefully this podcast will do a little bit of helping that. I mean, I always, uh, you know, I always want to focus on whenever we're speaking or we're talking that whoever is listening gets a little bit of value out of everything we do. So sure. I know today's audience is going to get massive value from what you're doing. And I'm hoping that out of this, maybe some people will start connecting with you from, from our core audience. Uh, so I'm excited about that too. But Michelle, I want to thank you for being on our Travel Talk podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on this. And I know I have a feeling this won't be the last time. So, uh, you know, I think there could be some other things down the line, especially when I'm, you know, hearing about some of your excursions. That was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. So I want to thank you for being on, on the, uh, the podcast. For all of our guests out there, please share this, listen to it, uh, and pass it along. Uh, tons of great information coming from, from our uh, great guests, as Michelle is one of them. But we're excited about where we're going in 2024 and uh, look forward to being a part of your life as well. Take well, Ed Edward, it was great to be with you too. Thank you and happy holidays. Likewise, Michelle.